0: <laughs> Why do you laugh?
1: Surely this is not a laughing matter. My dear Professor Straussky. twenty years ago I was banned from my homeland, parted from my wife and son, never to see them again. Why? Because I suggested to use the atom elements for producing super B beings of unthinkable strength and size. I was classed as a madman, a charlatan, outlawed in a world of science which previously honored me as a genius. Now here in this forsaken jungle hell, I have proven that I am all right. Ostrowski, it is no laughing matter. <music>
2: So welcome everyone to another episode of That Record Got Me High.
3: That is Barry Stock. And that is Rob Elba.
2: And uh, we're so happy to have you guys here with us again. Uh, Barry, I can't keep up with our uh, I know. patrons now with Do our new patrons. It's like get, uh, yeah, yeah, it's awesome, and we really appreciate you guys. We'd like to welcome to the That Record Got Me High Patreon family. We have Mr. Todd Cool. Yep. Is, is that it? Yeah, cool. Yeah, okay, yeah, sure. That's probably it. James uh, McLaughlin. Okay. Uh, and David Jones also. So yes. uh, mm-hmm. we got some new patrons, and uh, we really appreciate you guys. And uh, Barry, how could, if someone's listening and they're going, wait, what is that? I What's Patreon. a patron?
3: Well, <laughs> yeah. yeah. To, uh, it's a way to support our podcast and our efforts. Uh, we're in, this is episode 150. So uh, we've been doing this 150 weeks straight. Um, you can go to patreon.com forward slash T R G M H. And that will present you with a variety of options for supporting us on a monthly basis. As little as a dollar a month. There are several tiers and uh our heartfelt thanks go out to uh our patrons. Oh, okay. Yeah. You're awesome. You guys are the best. And
2: uh and we have a guest tonight, Barry, and he is a friend of which is pretty much I feel like we mention him on like every episode Todd's now, Kukama, Mr. Yeah, <laughs> Todd's become a <Kukama laughs> regular, yeah.
4: yeah. I'm a friend of a friend of the podcast. Yeah, exactly. <laughs>
2: yeah. So, welcome to the show, Mister. Uh, why don't you introduce yourself so we make sure we I pronounce am, your name exactly yes. right?
4: It is Matt Asher is my name. Okay, uh, my dad was just on the news. Ah, okay. yeah, my dad was just on the news in Boston uh, a couple of days ago because he got the COVID vaccine. He's a physician up there, and uh, oh, nice. And they were they referred to him as 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 Doctor Asher, and my daughter, who's nine. I showed her the clip. She said, "It's yeah. Uh, a Yeah.
2: You know what? I'm, like, I'm so glad
4: you said that cause because I swear to God, I, I was going to yeah. a chair. Me too. <laughs> yeah. You know, I, right. I, I, I I'm not too picky about it, really. To be honest. Good. Well, that's good. Why well, be picky? Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah.
2: Um. Yeah. All right. So, Matt, you were the uh, music editor of the. Boston, Phoenix, and I was living. You know, I was living up in Boston in the late '80s, uh, okay. and I moved. I moved out like uh, in '90.
4: I moved away, so that was just when you started, I think, right? You point. you moved away just as I was getting back there. Yes, yeah. I I got uh, there in 1990.
2: Yes, but you're a writer and you've already contributed uh, music credit for Rolling Stone and all, a whole bunch of
4: other esteemed uh, publications. I did write for a bunch of places back then. Yes, I did.
3: Yeah, yeah. You must have written a fairly widely disseminated piece on plagiarism because when I Google oh. you, <laughs> I, you come up in, a, in, a, in a, a quite a few places as that, that linked to your piece about plagiarism. Ah
4: yeah, I, I that is that is entirely true. I do a lot of writing about higher education now, and a couple of years ago I wrote a piece about plagiarism, which is a big deal at the time, and I guess it always is. I guess you just it's not something you think about until you're in in in, in the mix of higher ed but uh but uh yeah, and, and it I don't want to say it went viral, but uh but it did it, did, it did, a lot of people liked it. I got a lot of calls about it, a lot of links to it. so yes, I did I did write about plagiarism. Indeed. Well, awesome.
3: Good for you. We talk yeah. about we uh, talk about plagiarism here on the show quite a bit, in the we guise, do really, In the guys musical of our, well,
2: well, 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 our musical
3: plagiarism. Our, our fellows who are magpies, extraordinaire, and right,
2: uh, musical. But but that's more accepted. I think the musical plagiarism is usually if it's done well, if it's done good, then uh, right. sometimes. It's Sometimes copyright it's,
4: infringement. It's it's a little different than <laughs> plagiarism. Oh, okay, okay. okay. It, it exactly. actually has implications. It, it potentially has implications. You could ask George Harrison about that. I oh, yeah. Him that's right. That's so right you, could, yeah. You, you could ask the guys in Led Zeppelin about it. It does have actual implications. It does. Right. So you got to be careful. Yeah. yeah. It's why in the record we're about to talk about, uh, Ted Nugent has a writing credit.
3: Oh wait, oh. hold ball! All right, well, wow. I know That's, which just... song. I know which song it is. I don't. I don't, but we will I find out now. What is cause... the All
4: right, spoiler alert, I... spoiler alert. What uh, what is the record you you brought to the table that we're talking about tonight, Matt? You know, it's a controversial one, I feel. It's but it's Let It Be, not by the Beatles, but by the replacements. Yep. Right. In 84. <laughs> yeah.
2: Yep, and it's funny when when you first said Let It Be, I thought I said, "Oh god, does he want to do a Beatles record? Yeah. 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 <laughs> But right. I was I was very happy and uh, not my favorite, not my personal favorite replacement. We already did. Uh, my favorite was Tim, and, and we did Tim in our first season, right, Barry?
3: Has it been that long? Yeah, I guess. So. It, yeah, that was our first season. Yeah.
4: Um. God, it's but, tough. I, you know, I, I like both. I, but they're, they are both, I think, the high point of the replacements. They, yeah, they really do. Right. Sure, and, and I they're, agree. They're kind of cousins in that that regard. But uh, but I I I have leaned in recent years toward Let It Be.
2: Okay, well, I'll tell you what, I haven't, uh, obviously, I knew this, you know, back in the day, listened to this tons of times, haven't revisited in a while, and in revisiting it, I, you know, I still just, oh man, it just brings back so many memories, and it's like, it really is so great, and it's also... The replacements. I guess people could agree. This is the replacements where sort of Paul Westerberg came into his own, and where they sort of, you know, they they graduated from just being a bunch of kids playing like hardcore. What did he? Used to, what did he used to call the hardcore? He he called it. Um, I forget. Uh, he, had a,
4: he did. A uh, fake like hardcore. I like, I, yeah, I think yeah, yeah. it's fake hardcore. They used to play. Yeah. <laughs> I never thought of them as a hardcore band. I really never did. I mean, I was. No, no, about, no. You know, and, 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 and I feel like we got glimmers of, of what Westerberg could do on previous albums. But this yeah, is yeah, where, for he, sure. you know, we had Color Me Impressed. We had, uh, you know, even like on Replacement Stink, there's a song Go, which I think is really quite, quite nice. Uh, you know, right. Johnny's Gonna Die, I always thought it was a great Johnny's song from. Um, oh, yeah. From, from yeah. Sorry, Ma. I mean, yeah. you know. I, I don't know, you know, there were, glim- there were, you know, I, there there were good songs on those previous albums, but this is the one that really kind of, I don't know, nailed it in a way.
2: So, Matt, did you, this came out in, uh, October 1984 on Twin Tone. So, it did. What, was this your first, uh, time hearing the replacements or were you a fan already or how
4: did they, how did you come to, across this album? Somewhere in the middle. I, I th- if I remember correctly, um, I was in college at the time. I would, I would have been 19. Um, and, uh, I was in a band and singer there was a record store not far from where we were, from Middletown, Connecticut, which is where I went to school, and uh, he had gone out there. We were getting frustrated with the the fact that punk rock was just seeming really serious.
3: Yeah, sure. Really,
4: at the time and it was sort of starting to trend a little metal too. I, I think right. Suicidal Tendencies had their yeah. first hit that year or the year right, before. Right.
1: That's, and and yeah. I
4: think the way the way I remember the story is, he said to the guy who worked at the record store who kind of knew something about music, he's like, "What can you give me that's fun, punk rock? That's fun? That's yeah. not like that?" And 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 that and I think he he mentioned the Ramones. This is my friend Adam, and the guy said, "You should listen to the Replacements." And I think the record that he got was Sorry Ma. Right. And the way I used to deal with records back in those days is I would. It would go on my turntable, and it, it would either go right off my turntable or it would just stay there for, like, weeks. <laughs> okay. <laughs> right, Not right, much. right. And I, I don't think Sorry Moss stayed there. There were a couple songs I kind of remember. Yeah. But then 84 was just such a big year for music. Like, it was like, you know, uh, Zen Arcade had come out. Double Nickels. Uh, Double Nickels had come out. Meat Puppets 2, which yeah. I think oh is God, in, in, yeah. that, in that same category. Oh yeah, totally. Was, yep, absolutely. I was really into- I was really into gun club, and uh, and and the Las Vegas story had come out that summer. Oh, so great! And I so love that record. And so you know, there was just so much going on. And then this new replacements record drops in in in, in the fall of that year, and it came out before Thanksgiving. Did you say October? Yes, that makes sense because I remember I remember staying at school for Thanksgiving break with a bunch of friends and uh, probably doing a lot of drugs. Yeah, and. <laughs> And being up at like 3 in the morning at the tail end of like um, a long day and evening and and putting on Let It Be, which is oh. not really a psychedelic album. No. And just, I don't think it came off my turntable for another couple months. Wow. Right. Uh, I, think, I think it was just, it was the album that I listened to at that point. Yeah. It just was, it was more fun than any of those other albums without being silly. You know, I felt like exactly. Yeah, it
2: is. It is really fun, but then it also has this has these great songs, and it has this little. This is uh, this is really their uh, coming uh, coming of age record, yeah. Uh, Because he's you know he's singing about some serious things, but they're obviously not taking them. They've never been a band to take themselves seriously, and it just all comes across so authentic and so great, you know. Yeah. Uh,
4: yeah, no, I mean listen, there there were like there were goofy reactions to, to punk rock like uh, Dead Milkmen right. and you know uh, and then there were like, and then, and then, you know, like I said, punk was going just in this real serious direction, right. which I didn't hate. I mean, I think 84 was the year that Black Flag finally were able to put out records. Right. And, they put out five and,
3: records. And they had five records in the can. Yeah, It they, was
4: like either 83, 84, and 85, like my war came out oh, and yeah. followed by like no, four. That, that was
3: and, all, that was, I just read about that. That was yeah. all one year. Loose Nut. um, yep. Uh, slip It In, My yep. War. Um, A live record. Yeah, I live, live in right, right. Yep. Uh, the process Family of band. weeding out Family Man. Those were yep. all just, the yep. SST was just, you know, Greg just like basically put one after the other out. And, of course, you know, and by that point, Black Flag were. What they were playing wasn't really hardcore. I mean it was something. No. No, it was not.
4: It was punk, but it was like not it was not right. hardcore. Yeah. They were the they were the real proto grunge band if I, I hate yeah, using that no, word, no. but they really kinda sure. were. Totally, yeah, I sure. Mean, yeah. I mean but, but but basically yeah, yeah. So you know, things were and, and the replacements were not silly, but they weren't overly dark and serious. Right. No, oh, no, 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 It at not. was that middle ground where it was like they weren't political and yet, you know, they they had added, it it just this record there was just something about it. It went yeah. from like you know, it starts off with a pop song. It's got punk rock songs on it, but not like heavy, heavy punk rock songs. Right. It's got a cover, a Kiss cover. Uh, and then it's got these beautiful, what I thought were beautiful songs. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, no, the, sure. Uh, and, and, you know, it's just, it's unique. I, I can't really think of an album that's similar to it. Um, it's true. Yeah. It, it's and true. Yeah.
2: And, and that's the thing. It's hard. They're a hard band to pin, ta- pin down sometimes, especially if you were yeah. going to try to explain them to someone that didn't know the replay, what they were about or anything. It's hard to ex- describe what the appeal of them is, you know, yeah. uh, aside from the fact from having a lot of really great songs. And then, and I don't know what it is, but I just know they had this way. It was almost like a stones equality of being able to always sound very loose, uh and very um like everything was recorded loose and off the cuff but still like really rocking like rocking without any effort and then you got uh westerberg which i always felt has one of the most beautifully busted voices in rock it's broken always sounds
4: busted but it's (laughs) so great i was just gonna say because i i I think of the stones as well and i think of those jimmy miller records yeah and and i I think i think you know i think the one that i I maybe landed on was maybe like sticky fingers yeah you know it's kind of got some it's kind of got some like silly rock songs on it i think it starts with sugar but then it's got it's got sister morphine on it right it's got i got the blues on it uh it's it's got can't you hear me knocking which is also kind of silly but good like it's got "Sway," which is one of, I think, one of my favorite stone songs. Right. Uh, I, I don't know; it, it, it kind of strikes, and, and yet it's very loose. Yeah, uh, and, right. and that's how I think of. But, but again, replacements weren't the Stones. <laughs> they really no. were. No, 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 no. They weren't even the Faces, although they loved the Faces, and I think right. that they were trying to. Yeah, <laughs> trying to- if you
3: wanted to, yeah, if you wanted a visual sort of yeah. uh, analog, the Faces certainly. Well, I'm I'm probably the outlier here because I'm not a huge replacements fan. Um, yeah, I I. I, I I like this record. I like parts of this record a lot. And there's parts Mm -hmm. of this record that I would, for me, there are um, Jimi Hendrix songs on this and there are Noel Redding songs on this. And Uh uh, um, so (laughs) that's become, that's a good analogy now for, um, Mm -hmm. because I feel like this could have been an absolute 100% classic if it had one, two, three more. Classics on it and th- minus three throwaway sort of. So you don't know, like Gary's got a boner. <laughs> Sorry, the problem yeah, Gary's got a boner. Um, Tommy gets <laughs> his tonsils out and um, oh, oh god, no, you can't lose that song. No,
2: <laughs> yeah, but see, well, see this yeah. is but, but this is my. No, but you're right. you I see what you're saying. I see. what agree with you. I agree with you.
3: you. Those songs you. are where I think they were like um, the fuck ups or. i I, i'll be frank pete buck was originally had been asked to to produce this record and he declined based on the fact that they didn't have enough material and the the songs that bother me are the songs that it sounds like yeah i could have written that in five minutes too and it's fine and it's funny but if you're if you've got this level of talent on um, like we're coming out, which is my, my my favorite replacements thing they ever did. Frankly, i tell you, track three wow. is it for me. Yep. Um, yep. and I will dare favorite thing all, all androgynous. All of those are great. The black diamond, the kiss cover. You know what? I, it's it's that's that's the other one where I'm like, okay, it's fine, it's funny, but and it's probably Kiss's one of kisses best songs. However, yep. It's and I know what that era felt like, so I know why they did that. You know, you could put stupid covers and goofy shit on here, but from if you had the level of material that's on here, there was no reason to do that. That you could have written three more or four more um, grade A songs and put it on there, and it would be. Um, your you know it would be your exile on main street or it would be but that's your... not
2: but the thing is at the end of the day that's not them because the replacements the thing they were at the end of the day was a band that were their worst enemies
5: right and they weren't yeah, gonna no. yeah it just I'm wouldn't just be them from, it no, wouldn't no, be a replacement i, I
3: agree and that's why i'm not a i'm not a huge replacements fan is is there's that potential there and it just i'm like you know you got bands like Husker Du and and, 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 and the Minutemen and well the Meat Me Puppets putting out those records at that same time period where um, there were no no reading tracks on it for me yeah. and uh, no so- super frustrating band no no question like
4: super frustrating band and and but you know and and I, I to your point though uh, I remember when they when they started releasing when when. Finally, the Twin Tone records started coming out in deluxe right. editions with, yep. and I was like, "Oh, this is going to be great! I'm going to get to hear some outtakes, some of the yeah. other songs." Yeah, there's nothing. No, there's nothing there. Whatever this they had they went had. on the record, yeah, no. This is, this is, and, and so you're right about that. I mean, I, you know, it, it's funny if you could take the best songs from Tim and the best songs from yeah. Let It Be and put them together on yeah. a record. You got right. You got I, London it Calling might, instead of. It, it was, yeah. I was just going to say that you would have. Exactly. You you and, and, and that's really too bad, but that's the thing about the replacements, is that right. they to be a replacements fan is to be at least mildly, if not like more so more <laughs> but disappointed.
3: That, yeah, well, disappointed, I, really. I think that I think there's replacements fans who don't hear a Noel Redding song in this. And I like I have friends that you know, and I well, understand I
2: don't think I do because I consider it part of their charm and I find it all charming and I do. I guess, you know, some of it could be nostalgia from me listening to it when i'm younger and just really loving falling in love with the whole record
3: so even right. falling
2: in love with even you know okay, the here's
3: other what I, here's what i came up with this afternoon was okay. if you if you took okay if you took um tommy gots his, gots, gets his tonsils out black diamond yep. um gary's got yep. a boner and um well those are the three right that's really the yeah three. those are your three yeah and you and you put them on an ep people would be like this is kind of bullshit you know and but if you put if you took them out and made the rest of the record uh, an e p it would be mm-hmm. worshipped, so right. it just they don't stand alone, they only work in the context of being on this record, and people knowing the replacements and knowing the story and knowing how they're inconsistent, and so yeah. it works as part of their mythos, but as a bigger it's picture. worship
2: it, 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 it
3: it's worship still, though. It is still
2: worship. Deservedly so, I think, this record. Yeah, I mean, yeah, sure. just from everything. The cover, just the, the cover of them just the cover, uh, uh, they're sitting on the roof of oh, sure, uh, Bob yeah. and Tommy's uh, mother's house. Uh, uh, Daniel uh, Corrigan took the picture. And just the cover of it alone, it's just so – and the fact that they called it that, they're so ballsy to call it uh, – Let it be. Let it be, you know? Yeah. I mean, that's, that's – yeah. Just so, to piss uh, off
3: Jesperson.
4: But you yeah, know, yeah. I, 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 you know, I just don't think I don't I don't think you should downplay the fact that in 1984 when this came out, it wasn't all that common for bands to be putting silly covers on their albums. And I, I also I don't think that they do a silly cover of Black Diamond. I think they no they do they do a serious. They love album. that they love it. Yeah, and, they and love I that. can't and like I said I can't think of another record from that era that 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 sort of without sort of being self consciously eclectic. Yeah, is this yeah. sort of all over the no, place? No, no, it, it, it yeah. is.
3: And I, some of that, I think, is desperation on their part, which is sure. fine. And that's, there's, there's no, that's a great motivator um, to to finish a record. And, you know, Steve Mitchell and I were chatting about it today. Right. I don't know what Steve said, but one, one of the things I will say is
4: that I think that the legend and the mythos surrounding the replacements sort of got in the way of oh. being able to listen to this record for many years. Yeah. And yeah, I think yeah, I, I avoided yeah. it for a while. Yeah, The celebration of sort of the disaster that they were. Yeah. but you know one last thing I'm just going to say though is that is that you know the bad you, you singled out like Tommy gets his tonsils out and Gary's got a boner yeah. I prefer those songs to some of the bloodless sort of crafted songs yes, that they me that, too, that me too. from their later records well, I, I don't, really I, do I don't,
3: I don't listen to their later re- so okay. for me uh-huh. I Good. saw him Didn't once know. live and it was post Bob and it mm-hmm. was very bloodless and I was like okay yeah, you know yeah. Um, and, yeah. and what, what I should what, you know the thing that and then there's a little elephant in the room is that the death of Bob Stinson is sort of the death of that mythos in an authentic way. I think you're right. And um, you know, that's Yeah, he, yeah, that's true. But well, they continued to be assholes. They did continue to be assholes. Yes, they I, glad glad you, be assholes. But, you but you
2: also, uh, Paul Westerberg also still continued to write some great songs though, even after he that. He did. He did. Yeah, At the end sure. of the day, that's the thing. He's a fucking great songwriter. Yeah. All right, yep. let's get it let's listen to this get record. It. Uh Peter Buck, right after the speaking of Peter Buck, we got an awesome Peter Buck guitar solo on this one. Let's listen to I Will Dare.
3: great track yeah it it's a great it it's, it's a great opening track and it's really unusual in that I, I well like I said we do plagiarism in this show or we do copyright infringement I can't figure out where this originates I don't have any it's got this sort the, of uh, funny little swing and um the, it's like a love
4: and spoonful song or something but, but it's it, not it's not
3: it's, it's not exactly um <laughs> yeah exactly <laughs> I mean,
2: but I think, yeah, yeah, I think right off the bat, this is sort of uh gives you a glimpse into the future of Paul Westerberg, like what he was moving on to and everything, you know, what he was graduating to as far as the songwriting. Because, yeah, it is. It's definitely unique and original sounding. And, yeah, Barry, you're right. It sounds vaguely... Familiar, but you can't put your finger no. on. Oh, and okay. Also, the you way, way the, um,
3: the way that that single line guitar is playing this is in its and it's sort of almost equal with the lead vocal, where it's yep. playing this melody, and that's a really unusual thing to do. Um, I think that's Bob. Works. Yeah, I think it's Bob too. I think and it that's works Bob, perfectly. and I think
4: that's him trying to fit in on this song. My understanding is that Peter Buck played the guitar solo on it because Bob couldn't come up with anything, right? Because right. he just didn't really know what to do, right? And yeah, I yeah, could, yeah. Because it, it's not, uh, you know, it's not like a replacements rock song. I no. mean, maybe they're 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 inventing kind of all country here in a way. <laughs> so yeah, I yeah. I don't I don't want to I don't want to blame it
3: on them, but you know, yeah. Well, <laughs> like, I mean, there's good stuff there and. Yeah, There's not. some
2: yeah. uh, deceptively sophisticated uh, guitar interplay going on yes. here, though. Even and, and mandolin. You got some mandolin there. I mean, yeah. come yeah, on. That was a big
3: deal in 84. Right? The
4: you right? are using
2: mandolin.
3: And yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah, yes. yeah. Who plays the mandolin? Is it Pete? Is that no, it's, uh, Paul. it's Paul. That's Paul. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm.
4: It's Paul. Yep.
3: yep. Yep. And Pete um, plays the solo. And my wife seems to think this song is about a uh, 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 rendezvous with an underage girl. Does that seem right? I don't think so. I don't think so either. No. I would quibble with that.
4: I think I, I believe. I don't know how how old Paul was when he wrote this, but I remember the oldest I think I've ever felt was when I was twenty five. Okay, All I right. just felt like, and I, and I it, this song always struck me as sort of like you're twenty five and you just feel like you're aging out of the we didn't call it aging out of the demo, ah. and like you just feel like like you yeah like, yeah right. And so and, and and you're trying to meet a girl and you just feel like oh man. You know what? How old am I, man?
2: Right. Like, Let's count the rings Jesus, around my, my eyes. eyes. Yeah, yeah. You but I, I agree. Yeah, I don't. I think that's people uh, projecting after the fact, saying, "Oh, maybe it's that," but no, I, I don't see. Well, I think I don't it think was. So.
3: There's a couplet there. Of how young are you? How dumb am I? Or yep. um, something like that. Yeah, but
2: yeah. I just don't. I think,
3: like I said, I still think it's you're reading. Uh, it's reading too much. Projecting. Well, I mean, I'm okay. just saying. Listen. I'm gonna throw that off on my wife because that was what she came up with. So. <laughs> okay. Yeah, I mean, I mean, you're
4: right. It is. It's like it's if you'll dare to meet me. If we, I mean, it's almost like we do it in secret. But I, I think it really, it always has struck me as like you, as this is a guy who's feeling old before his time. Yes, and, right. And feeling like, exactly. That's what and I get. Feeling from. like he's he's just like he's he's not a he's not a catch, and yeah. yet he wants, to, <laughs> right. he wants to introduce himself. Uh, yeah anyway that's how I okay
2: really heard the song so this second one so well I said, this record as a whole is like a, a, a clear attempt to, this is the band sort of busting out of their what he called fake hardcore roots um, This is a throwback this is the second one is definitely a throwback to that because it's still got it's, it's got the clever lyrics, but uh, this like like Barry, almost like you said, this song is one of those ones that like I feel like they could knock out in their sleep at this point uh, let's do a uh, favorite thing. Yeah i
3: crafted though that's it's a pop song it's, it's a, a, pop, a song, pop song and it's got, it's, hey, got it. it's got the twin guitar lead which is definitely a they're definitely awesome. shouting out to kiss um with, yes right with, right, with, right. and know, Thin uh, also, yeah, <laughs> yeah it, right. I, I gotta say then lizzie's twin guitar work is a lot more sophisticated that's right there yes. is ace it's and Paul. yeah that's yeah, 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 You're totally <laughs> right. You're right. You're right. You're totally right. You're right. Good um, point. Very good but, point. You know, it's got a that one's. There's a lot of craft in there, and um, yes, maybe that's. Um, it's got punk rock roots, but I, I think they they worked hard on that one, and I think that they um, you know lyrically. It's, you know. <laughs> yeah,
2: Dad, uh, you're rocking real bad.
3: <laughs> yeah. Um, so maybe the lyrics are not as. as um, he didn't work as hard. No. But, um, <laughs> okay,
4: so, so, so that's, I think, I, I don't know how many songs at, going forward uh, were,
3: were written by the whole band.
4: Um, but right. This is like but this one, one is, yeah. This, this one, one, I is think, is band. credited to all four members of the band. Yeah. It and is. I think, and, and, and in some ways, I hear this as sort of like, kind of like the, the apotheosis of like the replacements as a band. Um, yeah and, you know it, it and it's the art of not giving a single shit but at the same time carry a lot yeah it's right. Like, right you right. know and it's like it's performatively not giving a shit but like actually carrying yeah uh yeah. and then yeah and and i think that this that's what that, that's the feeling i think that comes across in this song yeah and it's just it's just great i mean it's a great song did you, and, get, and did, you guys, and, did either
3: one of you guys get to see them in their heyday I uh, did. I mean, I saw them with uh, when um,
2: Bob was still alive in um, uh, Boston. I saw him at the Channel in Boston, oh, like wow. in the Lady.
3: With 80s. Barrett
4: Whitfield and the Savages.
2: Yes, with Barrett Whitfield and the, the Savages. Two. Yes, sir. And oh, Bob you were.
4: Bob was wearing green tights and yeah, no oh. underwear. Okay. Do you, was, were, do you remember
2: <laughs> they brought Barrett up and, you know, yes. and they Just wanted Michael his, Jackson song. Yeah, and poor Barrett.
4: like it was. <laughs> it was, it was it was not an. I, I, it was. It was. It was an awkward moment for Barrett it was and so for, awkward. for a lot of us. I think in the audience, it just wasn't. Yes. They were so messed up. Yeah, they were. Uh, but I mean,
5: was,
4: it. I, during during I will dare. Uh, Chris stayed on stage and played the drums while all three of them jumped off stage to do something. Yes. Do you remember <laughs> that? So he yes, just I do. And then they hop back on stage a couple minutes later while he's still playing that beat and yep. finished the song. It was fun but like it
2: was a mess. Yeah. It was a mess. And I felt like, cause I, I saw them once more after that. And I felt like good because I got to see the one more, more uh, messed up, like, you know, uh train wreck type show. And then I got them to play a more serious
4: one. So I felt happy. Was it I at I the living room in Providence? Uh no no not the living okay. room in Providence because I saw them, uh, then I saw them again a few months later at the living room in Providence and they were oh no this
2: was like years I saw them like uh, maybe a year or two after that yeah.
4: okay and they they were great
2: they were they were great well I that, that, that was their wrap they were either great or they were a train wreck you know and that was yeah. their and yeah. sometimes in the same night all right so yeah. this next one is also credited to all four members uh, is it and apparently oh, yeah. it is okay. and apparently okay. Barry Stock's favorite replacement song we're it coming is. out yep okay. <laughs>
0: To get it all wrong,
2: one more time to do it all wrong.
3: So that's a brilliant, so that's it right brilliant there, brilliant yeah. One on.
2: one more chance to get it all wrong. Right. That's them and, and in, the first in, part, in a nutshell. The first
3: part of the song is a real hardcore song. That's really and because and yet the tip off <laughs> what they're doing is is the guitar solo is imitating uh, Greg's soloing in Black Flag. And so it sounds like a black, black yeah, yeah. guitar solo. So they're doing a real hard. This is like okay, we're gonna do a real hardcore song. It's not gonna be bullshit, and nope. we're gonna make it sound right. And then it goes into this piano breakdown that is just heartbreaking. It's fantastic, and it is you great. know, um, you know what they're saying is obviously their ethos. One more chance to get it all wrong because, but Steve and I were talking about the their chance how many chances they got and how every time they would intentionally fuck it up and how you know how they would they had all this attention and all this potential and every time they would take it and they would flush it down the toilet and this is explaining that it's you know it's right there um one more time to do it all wrong and that's to what they
4: self-consciously did to do that self-consciously to know that that's what you're doing they well, continue to do
3: it is just well, they I they're, mean, they able, re- to they describe, they're able to describe it but whether yeah. they're in control of it i would seriously they can't help their yeah they can I, 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 they can't help themselves i don't think they could no
2: and and also you hear this song to me is also it's kind of um cuz I, the, the, one of the saddest things about their placements is as you go through this record and the next one, you could hear Bob Stinson yeah. being gr- growing out of the band, yeah, like the right, band getting yeah. sort of, out. It's, it's, the the, he, hook, the uh, hook comes yeah, out
3: and starts to pull him off the stage. Exactly. Because
2: he just can't, like you said before, he he wasn't comfortable with the uh, with the new stuff uh, uh, Paul Westerberg was writing. He thought it was too, you know, it just, he was more comfortable doing what he was doing, that that crazy, uh, you know, uh, imitating Greg Ginn in the solo and, and just being, you know, total Nuts. wild
4: so and, frustrating uh, so frustrating because when he did dial it back and play like a mulatto, molo- he, yeah, he, was he was such great. a good he counterpoint was. i'm not going to say was. he was a virtuoso guitar player but he was such a good counterpoint no oh, yeah Paul he was do. he was. It was and he just, had
2: instincts and he got a, he was able to he had a great sound but yeah it was too he was such a mess as as much of a train wreck mm-hmm. as they all were he was such oh, a yeah. mess but a he was sad, the
3: tragic figure he was the lightning he was the lightning rod. He was the, yep. you know, like that's the thing. When he's gone, something leaves that doesn't, is not replaced. And n- that's no, nothing against their, uh, uh, um, Slim who took over. Nope. But they, it's a different animal. And, um, you know, they, you are right. You are absolutely right. And yeah, it's, just, it's, just it's just, it what changes happens. the whole
4: chemistry of the band. And, and it just, they kind of needed, you know, I, I think I've he- heard Paul talk about, I never actually interviewed him, uh, like intentionally avoided interviewing him, okay. but I've heard him talk about how, you know, he'll, he'll, he would sort of, he, in the, in the, in the late nineties and even early 2000, he kind of did be very dismissive about replacement stuff. And he'd say, Oh, I just wrote that one to, you know, for, for Bob, you know, right. so that Bob would have something to play. Yeah. And I'm like, you know, That's not I true. think you're underestimating yeah. the degree to which that, that, that stuff actually made the replacements fun. Yeah. And right, that without yeah. that, without you, you know, whatever you think you were doing, you were actually, it, it, it well, was, it was good. A, for th-
3: we have a, we have a motto here on that record. guys yep. never trust the artist to describe yes. their own music in any sort of yep. uh, honest or, and, and then it's not that they're being intentionally dishonest. It's that yep. the art and the artist are separate animals. And I'm
4: uh, with you a hundred percent on that.
3: Yeah.
2: So, and, and then look, and also look what they did with this record. Because after they, you're, they start out with I Will Dare, but then they front stack it with all these kind of songs. This is, this is another one. The next one, it's credited to all of them. And it's also yep. uh, the aforementioned, let's listen to the uh, Tommy Gets His Tonsils. Out. <laughs> Poor Tommy.
0: Open wide, a doctor's here in the fear Strap them down We're out of gas Stop your bawling Get a little breath
3: Yeah, I'm sorry. I really love this song, and I would miss this song if it wasn't on director. I've got about half a bottle of wine in me, and it sounded a lot better. uh,
2: (laughs) It's not bad. I mean, it's a good song. I'm I'm drinking
3: Irish whiskey, and I think this song belongs on the album. You might be
4: able to argue me out of Gary's Got a Boner. But yeah. I think that this th- Gary's to-
3: got the got a boner is really the one. If I was gonna eject okay. one, like that's that's the one. Um, <laughs> this right. one, okay. It. But I, because um, I remember actually, I was four years old. I remember getting my tonsils out. So mm. that was yeah. a, a really they Do they still do that to people? Yeah, yeah, I don't they know get they infected. Did. I did think they take them out. Yeah. But it's okay. not as
2: common. They used to do it like for a oh, kid. Yeah. Oh, no. take Sorry, out. We got a yeah. throw. We
3: got to have your tonsils out. Oh, yeah. I exactly. Remember. But
2: this is so this is basically a true story. Tommy was, uh, had. Uh, I guess, that, by the way, which we haven't mentioned, uh, Tommy Stinson, uh, Bob's younger brother, joined the band when he was, what, like 12 years old?
4: Yeah. Right. <laughs> Bro, I think they, I think he was 13 when they recorded Sorry Ma, I right, believe. Right. Uh, by this time, I think he's like 16 or 17. They were, exactly. they were basically
3: exactly. emancipated minors yeah. anyway, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. The yeah. story is, you know. Um.
2: But uh, so this is sort of, uh, yeah, this is uh, Paul being not very uh, sympathetic of him. You know, rip, rip, we're going to rip Mount. Right yeah. <laughs> and I also love right at the end uh, in the outro, you could hear Paul. He's as as a doctor, he's sort of hitting on the nurse. Uh, oh, of course. Yeah, the yeah, outro, sure. Yeah, yeah. And so also the doctor great.
3: has B.O., because you know, maybe I, right, show- right. yeah, maybe I showered yeah. yesterday. Um, right, well, you know, so where, I was going to say you know, doctors
4: driving Cadillacs is is kind of a funny, like it 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 that it, it 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 sort of dates the song. I think. Well, yes, the, yeah, it, it's yeah the, right. It's it, the, it's, uh, the Midwest, you know,
3: it's the Midwest as well, where right, yeah, you, everybody right. drove an American car up till you know, <laughs> right. even Last now. Year? Yeah, yeah right. right. <laughs> yeah, That's right. Funny.
2: Yep. All right, so let's uh, let's take a little break. Uh, we could all refill our glasses. I, in in honor of the band, I'm glad to hear we're all drinking. So yeah, that's cool. good. I mean, right. Come on, how could you not what when you you're talking
3: about do, right? the replacement? Yeah. All right. but like you uh, said, we're gonna... this is not a psychedelic record, so, you know. No, right. it
4: isn't, although, yeah, it really isn't.
2: <laughs> all right, so we're coming back. We're going to talk more with Matt Asher. We're talking about the replacements. Let it be. We will be back in a minute. All right, so hold on, Matt. I'm gonna I'm gonna run and refill my drink, and you okay. guys can do the same. We'll be right I, back. I, I, I got the bottle here. On. sitting
3: right here on, at the table with me, so I don't need to. Me, me too. I was. Uh, it also reminded me we had my friend Matt Gourney on a few weeks ago to do uh, uh-huh. XTC drums and wires. And Love that record. Yeah, it's an amazing. That it, well, that's that's my favorite XTC record. So it's it, that's the one for me but um matt i remember matt telling me a story and hopefully he'll listen to this episode and here i'll I'll drop this in there he told me a story about he grew up in whitney point new york which was just like upstate new york little town yep and his dad he had these warts on his hand or something or somewhere and his dad took him to this doctor in town and the doctor like cut the warts out without any anesthetic And I was like, God, Jesus Christ, man, that is that's (laughs) insane. He was like, yeah, it was it was brutal, you know, and I was like, wow. So the tonsil (laughs) story, you know, it it reminded me I was like, oh, Matt Gorney had that same um, went to that same doctor, you know.
1: Is This Tomorrow is a weekly comic on the World Wide Web and a generous, long-term sponsor of this show, that record got me high. We are very grateful for the support Woody and Kelly have given the show and their comic is of a very high quality and worthy of your attention. Visit the creations of Woody and Kelly at Is This Tomorrow. This Tomorrow is a weekly comic on the World Wide Web and a generous, long-term sponsor of this show, that record got me on. We are very grateful for the support Woody and Kelly have given the show, and their comic is of a very high quality and worthy of your attention. Visit the creations of Woody and Kelly at this. This Tomorrow is a weekly comic on the World Wide Web and a generous, long-term sponsor of this show, that record got me high. We are very grateful for the support Woody and Kelly have given the show, and their comic is of a very high quality and worthy of your attention. Visit the creations of Woody and Kelly at isthistomorrow.com. We'll be glad you did.
4: Yeah. No, I, I love it. It's just like this fantasy. I, I, I really do think because it's self-mythologizing yeah. and, it, you know, it,
3: it, it actually does belong here. Yeah, but, no. But, uh, I, like but, you know, I said, get a couple, is, get a couple of drinks in me, and it's it fits right in. So yeah.
4: But you're but you are absolutely right. It, it is a it, it's, it, and I don't know that it's fully a throwaway, given that they got the mm, yeah right. But, 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 well, it's but, but, long, but
3: I realize it sounds like it sounds like Motorhead. Like maybe they've been listening to Motorhead. The, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're right. <laughs> Let's do a you're Motorhead right. song.
4: Well, you know, yeah, you know, as I said, Paul had to throw Bob a bone. I mean, that's the way it works. Right, right. right. Or, or that's what he
3: says. <laughs> i'm so, I'm, yeah. I'm
4: i'm saying it with i 'm saying that with sarcastically yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I, I like i said I, I i did not interview Paul mostly because i didn't i didn 't think i would going to – i really i liked the replacements and I liked his songwriting so much that I – yeah, you, you, you don't, don't want to ruin it out. <laughs> yeah we know all i interview i interviewed, I interviewed yeah. chris and okay. I, and I, and I hung out with tommy okay i not do i don't think i, I think I might have written a piece about it too I hung out with him down in austin with when he was with perfect uh For, you know, at South by Southwest, I spent an afternoon with him. And he's a super nice guy, like super nice guy. Right. But, uh, but yeah, I, you know, and lots of people being from Boston, lots of people knew, knew Paul. He was around. I just,
3: yeah, I just felt like, yeah, it's better I, not to, um, yeah. yeah. A lot of times we've learned the hard sure, way. Like,
2: I mean, he, yeah, he came across as just being a miserable, just like a miserable person, you know.
4: And it's so, it's so sad. But you know, what are you going to do? Well, um, I got the, I got the sense that he didn't enjoy being interviewed, which is fine. I totally right, right. I, <laughs> I would prefer that somebody just says just just declines the interview. Then I, I right, wanna, right. I don't need to interview you then. Right. Uh, right. You
3: know. Uh, All right. Are anyway. so you guys
4: ready? You
2: ready to yeah. back yeah. into this? Oh, yeah. Sure. Definitely a lot of ready.
3: a lot of what we talked about is going to go on the show anyway, so that wasn't really a break. So we're um, okay. All
2: yeah. right, so we are back. This is that record got me high. We are talking to Matt Acher about uh, one of his favorite records. Could that? W- could we say that Matt that this is? Yeah, it is. It really is. It is. It is. Okay.
4: It is absolutely. Um, I mean, yes.
2: All right, and now in this, this for me, this is a stunning example of how far. Paul Westberg had come as a songwriter in yep. this next one. Let's listen to Androgynous.
0: Here comes Dick, he's wearing a skirt. Here comes Jane, you know she's sporting the chain. Same hair, revolution, same build, evolution. Tomorrow who's gonna fuss, and they love each other so, and draw us closer than you know, love each other so. Getting mad, he might be a father, but he's a a dad. She don't need advice that sent to send her. She's happy with the way she looks, she's happy with her gender, and they love each other so and us closer than you know. Love each other so and
3: so I know that I know this couple it's the same couple from um, Swinging Party on Tim <laughs> right you just jump forward yeah. one um, but yeah. I, also you can picture them you know the it's the mohawk with the shaved head on the sides the the, the dude's wearing flannel like a flannel tied around his waist and maybe yep. he's wearing a skirt he's got com- they both got combat boots on there's some yep. cut off you know their sleeve their sleeves are cut off their shirts there's some eye makeup it's it's right there, yeah. And they're both skinny. They're very skinny. Yeah.
4: I, I, you know, he managed the he managed the difficult trick on this song of, of of writing writing a song that you're absolutely right. I pictured the same thing. I was at the same. <laughs> yeah. right. I, 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 sure. I was at the same shows. Yeah, I, and and I I was in awe of that. I was like, that is so awesome. Yeah, and and he captures that. But it's also a song that if it were written yesterday. Like it would still resonate. Like it. It, it oh, actually. Oh yeah,
3: no, it's a classic. It, it's a classic it, song. Yes, it, it is. It, it,
4: it actually doesn't. It's 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 both specific enough to bring to mind something, and 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 evoke a, a real image, and and general enough that that like I think it could for a different generation. I've, well, it's been covered a lot. Uh,
3: well, you could hear uh, Sinatra. Imagine Sinatra doing yeah, this. Yeah, it's be a like, beautiful yeah, song. Yeah, you'd be yeah, like, oh, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and, the line,
4: the, the, the line he might be a father but he sure ain't a dad right it's just yeah uh, and 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 she don't need advice that'll center her (laughs) that's like that is so good it's so
2: good but i love the fact that like uh, bowie at this point bowie and lou reed have have already had written about you know people uh, questioning their gender roles and stuff but Paul, the way he – his matter-of-fact take on it and the way he foresees it eventually not being such a big deal. You know, tomorrow, right. who's, who's going to fuss? Yeah. It, it, that's, like, so brilliant. I, I just – I love uh, I love the uh, – cupid dolls and your installs will be laughed at the way you're laughed
4: at now. That's yeah. so good. Yeah. yeah. A great line. You know, and let's not forget, my friend Jeremy Regance pointed this out to me the other day. The replacements at this point were kind of a hairband. Yeah. They were like they were they were doing the hairspray thing. Yeah. Oh yeah, uh, that's right. I mean like if you go back and look at look at them on Saturday night
3: live yeah. like you know after Tim... like they look a little glam. They uh, that's you so know, funny. They were, you're so they, right. They are yeah. These guys are Midwesterners. And that's a different yeah. I lived in Quincy, Illinois in 84, 85 and 86. Yeah. And so you know, my dad's from there and I know there's a certain um, anti-ironic th- th- we're from the we're coastal people and so yeah. coastal people have this you know especially in the northeast or you know uh, um, yeah. have this irony sense of irony that is doesn't necessarily um, you know they might take that more seriously than you think that hair band think, because there were the bands right. you were seeing on MTV at the time they had right. hair, and that was the yeah. Thing and they were and gonna they're just,
2: and, and they're just like once removed from that. Just once. like very close exactly. to that was once removed. Exactly, and we see that by this next song, the cover, which I also insist really belongs on the record okay. because it, it's kind of a goof,
3: but it's also a dead serious homage to you. You could know, tell uh, here is love the problem this, is the problem is we know a lot more about Kiss in twenty twenty one than we did in nineteen eighty four. Yeah, so, right, yeah. you know, you've been through a yeah, whole yeah. cycle of, you know, knowing like what Gene was like and so forth. So, right. Yeah. But also,
4: Listen, I I'm just going to say that I, 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 you know, I dressed up as Gene Simmons for Halloween when I was me like, too. I don't know. Me too, so did I. Grade, grade. <laughs> yeah. And, and yeah. I, when this record came out, I did not know Black Diamond.
3: Like I, I had to. Oh. Go so one of I, yeah. Which records it's on an earlier? It's a deep,
4: it's a deep, it's a deep cut. It's not on Kiss Alive or Kiss Alive 2, I don't think. It's one of the hotter, than, hotter than But, but all I'm saying is, I didn't, I didn't know at first. I knew it wasn't a replacement song because, like, you could just <laughs> right. tell. But I'm yeah. like, what is this? Yeah. So it was like it, 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 it led me. I mean, so, so maybe I view it differently for that reason because it led right. me to find a, a kiss song that I think you're right. I think is one of their their better songs. Oh yeah, and, this is
2: yeah. and it's, uh, it's a great song, but also it's ballsy of them to put it in the middle of the record. Like you would think, oh, the cover maybe they put right. at the end of the record. They put it right but in the I middle and also it's really funny because westerberg clearly uh, didn't know all the words to it and just sort of put yeah. in a lot of random right. ones in it <laughs> that sure. kind of fit
4: yeah that is actually very funny you're right I about did. that but you know that's the other thing just to, to like to emphasize one other thing before we put it on like you know the replacements were not virtuoso musicians like no. they just weren't there's and they were good. Cl- there's
3: a lot of clams on this record for sure
4: and yeah. and 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 I think that one of the nice things about their cover of black Diamond is that a, a, a lot of punk bands when they would cover like metal songs or pop they would play them too well. yeah and it would almost be like, oh. Yeah. Damn. Like, yeah. Like, yeah, too yeah. I mean, it would be like, too it would be kind of like too ironic and too stupid. Yeah. yeah.
3: This is, I, I feel like this is this a is homage. Version. This is really an it homage. Is. Yeah. And yeah. I
4: love
2: how they give up. They kind of give up at the end instead of going into like the slow outro part that the actual song has, they kind of just give up at the end.
4: Yep. <laughs> I don't even consider, I don't even think that belongs in the song. <laughs> <laughs> right I just right, do a little yeah. black Davids
0: sweet for a living, you know it's only begun, they've got you under their thumb.
2: thinking now do you think i wonder if twin zone actually got a permission from kiss like if they had to get like the rights to it or something i don't think you you don't have permission
3: you just have to pay for it like they have to like it's not like remember in england there was a we had an episode where someone was talking about oh they got sued for recovering something and it wasn't because it was because you have to have permission and, uh, okay. um, and here, you can cover it, but you're just going to fucking pay for it. You're going to pay the publishing right. to 100% to, you know, kiss. So Gene Simmons Gene is Sam- like. Well, actually, uh, Paul Stanley yeah. wrote that one, though. Oh, okay. Is it you're a Paul Stanley gonna, composition? Yeah. It is but Paul Stanley. You know, you know Gene gets all the money anyway. Come on.
4: <laughs> I, I've always heard that Paul is secretly the brains behind the band.
3: No? Maybe. I yeah, sure. Knows. I don't secretly. Know. Secretly. I like Ken's Yeah. Like,
4: like, yeah.
2: <laughs> I follow Paul. I follow Paul on Twitter now, and actually, he's my. I, I like him a lot more now. He has a really good Twitter feed, and he's. Uh, he's, he's oh, really? really good. Uh, yeah, it's great. Okay. He's very. Uh, yeah, he's very uh, political and and really. Very, uh, yeah, yeah, he's good. It's good. Awesome. I'm I really uh, you're, me, yeah, you're saying. Hot.
4: He's not an asshole like Gene Simmons. Exactly. Exactly. Now um, I interviewed Gene Simmons a couple times. Wow. He One time, I, the first time I interviewed him was was a, a phone interview, and he stopped the phone interview in the middle. To fax me oh. flyers oh, from kids cover bands. Oh. Oh. He, said, he said, "You know, you don't, you don't understand how popular we are. There are bands out there that are that are actually tribute bands." I'm like, "Yeah, I know, I've seen <laughs> yeah, them." Sure. Of He's course. like, no, "No, no, you you have no idea what you, how, how big it is. It's very Trumpian in a weird way." Yeah. And he like said, "Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm I can get off the phone. I'll, I'll call you right back." I'm oh fax- my god. You. He awesome. faxed me about half a dozen just flyers. <laughs> of like Look there's at just Look at this. Definitely,
2: I think you could definitely make a Venn diagram with Donald Trump
4: and uh, uh, Gene yeah. Simmons.
2: Look sure. at my tongue.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but but right. listen, listen. I dressed up as him for Halloween. And, oh and, yeah. And, and I, I will say, I had, I also had, some, I interviewed
3: him in person, and I had a
4: very nice conversation with him. Yeah. Oh so good. I, good. I, I will That's say good. that, like
3: the first That's one was good, a little yeah.
4: awkward, but you know. Well,
3: I got, I asked for and got Kiss Alive Two, under the Christmas tree in oh. whatever year that was, 76, 77, and it was you know I was in the Kiss Army, so it
4: oh, was like dying the was. I think I wasn't allowed to uh, to, to, to join the Kiss Army.
1: Aww. might have been might have been a Jewish thing. I don't know. Is that a, I think you're not allowed to.
2: I have wow. no idea. I... I, I didn't allowed. ask. I didn't ask my parents. I just joined yeah. it. Yeah. But okay. uh, speaking of Kiss, now Matt, recently you pointed out, and we were chatting somewhere online, and you pointed yeah. out that the intro to this next song is suspiciously similar to Hard Luck, another Kiss song. Oh yeah. Song. yeah. And, it's and there. I, I never really did. You
4: hear that? Of I mean, course, hundred percent. But I never, I never picked it out until you said that. So one one of in my in my later years in Boston for a period of time I up, so I shouldn't say that like I was in a band called Squad Car and we did Good name. we started, we called we were called Squad Car because it, it started I, I won't even give you I don't want to get do too too big a digression we covered full albums ah oh uh, wow okay. so it was me and this artist who did the singing and then we would find a rhythm section and okay. Todd was the rhythm section for at least one or two gigs excellent oh, nice. uh, Todd that, Todd Phillips yes movie, Todd Phillips. Uh, Todd Phillips and Mikey Welsh actually were the, were the rhythm section at oh. one of the gigs that, nice. um, but anyway, um, uh, we did, we did that kiss record, uh, rock and roll over. I mm-hmm. think it's, oh, oh, called. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> and, and so I had to learn hard luck woman and I'm learning it and I'm like, Oh shit. That's unsatisfied. This is the same. Yeah. This is yeah. the same.
2: satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. One, one of my favorite Paul Westerberg songs, too. I love this song so
4: much.
3: It's, it's a beautiful. It's, it's, it, yeah, oh, it encapsulates
4: yeah. a lot.
2: Well, this really is really another
3: does. ethos. This is another it ethos is. revealing. All right, off we go. Yeah, let's just do it. That's a it's a it's a it's a classic rock song in the in the you same know, way that that um you know uh you can't always get what you want is a classic rock song and exactly, in exactly in the same league it's
4: and what? I think it's uncoverable I don't think anybody else should ever sing this song like yeah. it's like <laughs> I, agree it, it I needs, agree it needs it needs Paul and and I don't think we've mentioned this what a weird voice he has he's like yelling yeah yeah like we we, yeah, we, yeah, right? we did start at the <laughs> beginning we said that his voice is broken. Right, right. is that what you said? Yeah, busted. Like, well, well, busted. He's got a beautiful busted, busted, busted beautifully yeah. busted. Yeah, it is. It's so strange. I, I, you know, I had this experience where I put, I, I, you know, this is just gives you what the sense of what I was listening to in '84. I would always go to sleep listening to music. I put a put a record on. Yeah, her. me and, too. God, we did the same things, Matt. <laughs> and and I, I, I had I had a guest that night. I had a guest this one night, and she she was like, "Oh, listen. I was like, I'm gonna put on some music," and she's like, "Okay." and I put I, I, she said, I think she said Well, put on something kind of mellow okay. and I was like okay so I put on uh, Days of Wanted Roses oh, by dream of the Kid because oh. that oh, was yeah. my idea of mellow right
3: Right. So middle of and side she, one like, <laughs>
4: she looked at me and she was like she said, it took a little bit she's like do you have something like mellower than that yeah. <laughs> and I was like yeah. okay so I put yeah. on the second side of Let It Be which yeah, is, okay. and this is the first song and she just started laughing She's like, yeah, this is not what I meant by mellow. No, and I'm like, uh, she, oh, meant like okay. she meant like
3: Jobim. Your or brand. Brett. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
4: I should. I, but that was I. I don't. I don't think I had it in my record collection at that point. It would have yeah, been like right. I would have had to like stitch right. together like like a couple of tracks. But yeah, I thought of this as like a mellow song. Uh, awesome. And, and well, it's just so it funny. That,
3: in the context of this record, it's a mellow yeah. song. Um, yeah. And you know, I gotta say, there's some there's some really great guitar playing on this track. Is that Bob playing the twelve string? Somebody's playing the hell out I, of a twelve string guitar on this. I think uh, that's
4: Paul, but I don't know for a fact. Okay. I'm pretty sure that's right. Paul.
3: And I should yeah. I just want to throw in here that going back three years, one of my favorite albums and one of our I think our best episodes, "Days of Wine and Roses" by the Dream Syndicate, is uh, one of the greatest rock albums that ever graced the earth. And another I'll stand b- another. By that. I I that that record and that lineup was just amazing. Oh By the way,
5: God. you just made
4: me realize I had the Kendra Smith. What was her What was her band after that called? Opal. Uh,
3: Opal. I had. Well, no, before that there was something she did. The one she did. It's got Happy Nightmare. Rain Parade. Was, was it, she in Rain Parade? Okay. Yeah. Sure. Maybe I'm wrong, but I
4: had that. I could have put that on. You just. Rem- ah, you oh, yeah, I could have right. put that on. But anyway, yeah, um, just opportunity. Um, um, <laughs> uh, uh, no, 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 no. Listen, I, like that was also a great record. And another band that just didn't. Didn't follow. They like, couldn't find their way to follow well, through. Well,
3: second. Well, we've had this, and somebody's going to come on eventually. It's not in the lineup yet. But I like the and, second record. And, I do <laughs> like the second record. <laughs> you know where I'm going with this. I yeah. never learned to like that record. Me too. I really like the Johnny, second record. I, yeah. I like John Coltrane Stereo Blues. Yeah. I, that song, well. I
4: get. And I like it. There's but, but their, K, the right, their right.
3: KEXP performance yeah. from like 2013, 2015. Yeah. There's an yeah. unbelievable Dream Syndicate performance on on YouTube. KEXP. Who's and playing guitar? It's the um, is, is it Carl No, no, hell no. It's the is guy, it Rich Gilbert from Boston? I think it's the guy. Oh, Rich Gilbert's so great, I man. Think I, yeah. I think Gilbert. it's maybe it's the guy who plays. Is it Jimmy Ripp, the guy who plays with television? I, I'm not sure. Uh, okay, okay. But he's playing – Anyway, it doesn't he, matter. They're yeah. both playing Jazz Masters. It is like yeah. – And it's like, okay. oh, this is everything I wanted from the Dream right. Syndicate. So anyway, we, we digress. But I'm a huge – Velvet. Uh, yeah, we I'm a digress. huge Velvets yeah. fan. So that first yeah. Dream Syndicate record is like – So good. Is, you know, so that's good. it. But okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So now
2: cool. we get uh, sort of a cool – instrumental this next one it's, it, it's like an instrumental with a, with a little verse and chorus tacked on yeah, to the been end I'm not
3: sure we'll get to the
4: to the lyrics no, this no, is actually listen. this is currently my favorite song on this record and I I I'll that. tell you why after I will okay. tell you why, why after let's just let's do a
2: little bit of senior okay. video just started
4: like a little yeah, later I will, you know
2: I will, yeah. The, uh, yeah I, I didn't think about cause, that because you got to hear the you got to hear the so all day the- all night all music
3: video yeah, yeah, so these, guys, guys. yeah these guys <laughs> fucking hated MTV yeah <laughs> until they didn't
2: well no they did I mean they, they uh, again they again. Shooting themselves in the foot. Remember the video they made for, uh, oh, for right, Tim? With the
4: record spinning. Yeah, Fasters of Young. Yeah, just like yeah, just the, the, the just guy falling asleep foot. with a cigarette. I think. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and the speaker, the black and white. Speaker. Yeah, the speaker with the foot tapping in front of yeah, it. Oh, right. oh
3: yeah. Yeah. Okay. We don't yeah. know what happened, so we can. I'll, I'll edit in the. Um, the yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just gonna say, like, because
4: I it 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 it, it 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 like gives me chills. He just yells at the end of the song. Yes, like, yeah, like it's like this yeah. huge lead up, and then he's just yelling. And I, I'll tell you, this is another. This is one of those records where it was years before I realized what the actual lyrics were. So ah. I thought he was saying "Senior Video." It's only rock and roll. Right, uh, it's oh, right. it, yeah. it yeah. the, the Rolling one. Stones. And right. I was like, "Oh my god, this is so brilliant! Okay. This is this is like this is like you know, I, I, I don't know." And, and he, it's just like a little kid yelling. He's not even singing. Do you think he's the, just mu- yelling. the
3: music is in? Is meant to be um, sarcastic? Like, do you think it's actually written to be like a new wavey tune to be Ooh. sort of? Because I never thought of that. Uh, I never thought of that either. But you, I, I you, you, you might be right because right right, I, I kept yeah, trying to I figure out, out right. what they were trying to do, and I thought, well, if they're making fun of MTV in the lyrics, there's a distinct possibility that it carries right. over into the music, which is just sort of this. Um, they're trying to be like a Greg Kin band or something. Well, some, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, exactly, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, some sort well, of, I, yeah.
4: Well, I feel like like Paul always worked with with like really melodic figures like this, and I I think that if I remember, I, I remember learning how to play this song. It's like an open tuning. He does a lot of
3: open tuning right. stuff. Right. G and, open and, G and, open and D. So yeah, sure.
4: Open A. Like it's kind oh, of like right. he, and, the Keith and he, Richards. Yeah. And yeah, it's just kind of and so he's playing sort of like a melody and 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 a, a rhythm at the same time. Right. And I feel like you know he would just chance upon riffs, and I remember like as a songwriter. What this song taught me was occasionally you come up with a riff that you just love. Yeah. And you can't you 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 you, you know, you can't find like a you only you got one verse or maybe just right, a chorus. Right. Or in this case, just a outro. What do I coda. do with it? Right. And what yes. do I do with it? And I was it's so it was so cool to hear like, you know, back then when I was writing, so I said, Here's somebody just be like, you know what, we're just gonna do it the way it works. We're gonna play and and, yeah, and it's right. got these cool parts to it, and then we'll just do the outro. Right. And it I don't know, it it, it just it's it's <laughs> It, to me it's like a tribute
3: to just kind of like knowing what or, you can do or it's like hello there by cheap trick where it's like the song you use to set your levels like you show up uh, you, come, you play hello there and then that's everybody sets their levels during hello there that's what you that's, that's the actually point really except the replacements never set their levels no. did they no, no, nothing. Don't
2: don't so. All right, so this next one, we get the song that has the. I I realize now. I, although I don't know, you guys will have to help me with why there's a, t- a Ted Nugent uh, credit in this, as far as the rest of the band. But let's just do a little bit of Gary's Got a Boner. Hey.
3: Lead. <laughs> well, he's doing an Ace Freely
4: lead. There's a lot of yeah, that lead. Of, is just that lead. That I love that lead. Bob Stinson, man, that's classic. Yeah, uh, that <laughs> that is, is just
3: such a good lead, and it's Ace. Ah. He's doing Ace. Okay, there's three things. He's doing Ace Freely. The riff is there's they've they've totally ripped off. Ted Nugent for the da 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 da. What is def- it though? It, it, see, I'm, I'm
4: not back, a Nugentologist. I'm, like, I'm, I'm not, really not I'm a Nugentologist. I'm not going to
3: go back and listen to Ted Nugent records. I was huge. Ted Nugent huge. <laughs> Were well, you? I was at one. So point. Listen, he
4: was like in the Nugent was, was like in the metal version I of the Yankees, right?
3: Until I saw him live in '79, and I was like, oh, That's wow. just fucking boring. So that yeah. was the same show I saw Cheap Trick live, and was like, "Oh my god." What the yeah, fuck is this? This is, is what, this? I, should this is to, what yeah. I should be listening to. So, the, and to to bring that whole thing around, the yeah. the 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 verse of the song is "Draw the Line" by Aerosmith. So they're oh, referencing okay. all oh, yeah. sorts of. You're kind of right in a way, and I yeah. like Aerosmith. I'm well, that, near, that I'm kind of, of, I that. I saw yeah, Aerosmith but, after, but, after the same show after Ted Nugent. It was. Aerosmith, and then Ted Nugent right, were the headliners.
2: I, mean, I don't know. Barry just doesn't get their first uh, like three or four albums are fucking brilliant. They're great. Some
3: of it has to do with the personal loathing I have for the individuals. I in know. Band. Barry
2: can't
4: get <laughs> well, He can't get past that. Yeah,
3: well, that's tough. <laughs> and, that and, 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 yeah. and, 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 that song, "Love in an Elevator." Which that's doesn't is... count. That doesn't count. That's, that's a different band. That's exactly. a different it's band. exactly. It's, a, different it's band. a totally different band. Is that that's, like? Is that like? Okay. Yeah. So that yeah. they, get a, they get
4: Weirdly, it's the same people in the band, but it's the same. <laughs> it's impossible. <laughs> like it's just those. It's the first three records, four records. Maybe know, you could go to five. I, I, know, I know, and right. and then it's like you just you shouldn't even. Toys, in,
2: you can't put toys in the attic, and the same thing with Love in an Elevator. It doesn't. It's you, not you just the can't. same thing at all. It's not. And, right. and
4: their yeah. first record is like a is like a blues. Like it's it's like it's like this bridge between the sixties and the seventies. It's it's a you got to listen to those records. So, oh, they are from, they're Bo- okay, they're from
3: Boston, right? They're a Boston band. They are. They so there's, are. There's no way I'm ever going to dissuade you. I'm a floor. I'm from florida so i'm never going to mm-hmm. dissuade you yeah, away true. from aerosmith so that's fine that's true. Well, that's true why
4: do i feel like why do i feel like aerosmith have more fans in florida than in boston i i'd be like I feel like if you had to poll, if they, at the, uh,
3: anyway, if they played at the if they played at the the villages, they would probably get a huge crowd. So,
2: um. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So the story the story goes that Paul Westerberg wrote this song for for uh, Tommy, who was uh, around this his this age at this time. Uh, as we mentioned, joined the band at age twelve. Oh, before we get to the song, I, I read a really great quote from you know the critic uh, Robert uh,
4: Christgau. Yes, Chris Gow. I do. Chris Cow. Right? Oh, yeah, Chris Cow. Yeah. He's the album. dean of rock and roll criticism. All right, yeah. he gave. You're, you're gonna like yeah. this, Matt. Yeah. He gave
2: the album an A plus, and he said yeah. it. It was the first and only A plus Tommy Stinson would ever receive in his life. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Okay.
4: Well, yeah. that's okay. He's not you That's pretty funny. That's good, right? <laughs> that's pretty good. That's, pretty good. that's I love very that. funny. Too. I love that. I, I, I do.
2: That is good. All right. Let's do a little bit of sixteen blue.
5: Drive
0: yourself right up the wall
3: another one of this is what the
4: replacements could have become yeah Yeah.
3: that's the thing yeah yeah exactly that's that's the problem is the the annoyance of yeah you could have like you got this okay so what the fuck you know yeah
4: (laughs) well well i mean i well okay so 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 like listen so you go from gary's got a boner which by the way i did hear i somebody a girl i knew from minneapolis says that gary was a word that they used for like what we would call a chatter or a brad now it was uh, like, a, yeah, oh, sure, okay. sure, sure, yeah, that's sure. That's what I've heard. Yeah. I don't know if that's true, Yeah, but that's, that, that's I not guess, that. I guess I my
3: objection to Gary's Got a Boner is that it's one of those songs that I can hear frat guys singing and taking right. it well, completely that's, literally. That's exactly right. You're totally <laughs> right about that. And,
4: and so it's know. kind of making, but but then and then it goes, you go from that to 16 Blue. Right. And you've got like this unbelievable line where he says like, you know, well, brag about things you don't understand. Like, a yeah. girl, a woman. Uh, a boy a man i think and then he's like everything's sexually vague now you're wondering to yourself <laughs> yeah, if you might be he, gay yeah. if you might be gay and i'm like oh my god like this is like this he's just going it's it's just such
3: 30, a well-written song yeah it's 36 years old now so we all you know yeah so yeah. um your age is the hardest age um i but yeah i feel like everything for and drags <laughs> I,
2: yeah I, I can't even
3: remember what it's like to
2: be 16 no, but i feel God. like this is, oh but i God. feel like this is spot on though you know you're oh just, it is you're oh really totally yeah that. no
3: really you don't know you, you don't know you know you know nothing and you don't you've 16 year olds are just <laughs> idiots i was an idiot Go
4: ahead, Matt. <laughs> what well, I was just going to say is, but the, but the great thing is that your age is the hardest age. Everything drags and drags. Like that line almost applies to any age. Like, yes, yes. <laughs> which is no, the kind no. of which well. is like it, you could you could it, you could feel that way. And so it's it's like it's very again it's one of these songs where he nails it. It's very specific. Yeah.
5: Yes. And, yeah right. and
4: yet and yet you know and then it opens up in this very sort of you know ge- I, I hate to use the word universal, but kind of universal no, way. Yeah. No. Definitely.
3: And, and, yeah. Sure and then the other thing I just
4: have to say about this we didn't hear it but if you listen to the end of the song uh, I'm, uh, right toward the end of the song Bob Stinson's guitar just starts feeding back yeah and it's kind of not
3: feeding back yeah. in tune it's kind of like a little rough oh, yeah. and you then know he what? breaks there into is this a spot beautiful there's a spot in this song melodic, in two different places where and I'll play the rest of the song under the are jabbering so that it'll be there. People will hear it, and if we're lucky, okay. it'll line right up with when we're talking. Um, <laughs> well, he
2: was, you know, to yeah. your point that you were saying before, Matt. There's that live at yeah. uh, Maxwell's record that came out, uh, yeah. and and yeah. you could hear he 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 was not. I mean, yeah, he was a mess and everything, but he could also play, and he and he and he yeah. played some great shit. And him and Paul could yeah. manage to put some great shit together. Well, the so, thing is, yeah. but there, is, the, there swear, is a
3: point in this song two different yeah. spots during like where you would expect things to be them that both know what the chords were is that where they're playing, yeah. they're each playing different chords and one's playing a minor chord and one's playing a major chord and it's very discordant and it's not something that would get <laughs> left in, but, and because it goes by so quickly, it gets, you know, you're like, ah, uh, it just doesn't yeah. totally fuck things up. Mm-hmm. But if they had played that for a while, you'd be like, oh my God, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> but they, to, they didn't bother to fix it. And so maybe at some point, Bob, when he goes to do his part, has changed his mind about what the chords are. And he just plays the chord he wants to play. Although Paul has yeah. already played the, his chords. And so there's this weird thing where, if you know it's coming, there's a famous spot in a John Coltrane song. Um, yeah. My, in uh, his version of... My um, Favorite Things. My Favorite Things. Yeah. There's one clam that McCoy Tyler oh, plays on the about. on the piano.
5: Yes, it's I've a, heard he it. plays a major sixth
3: yeah. instead of a minor sixth and you're like, Oh <laughs> And it's there every time it's there and, and it, it's the same thing. It's like it's in I this think- it's the flaw in the gem, you know?
4: I think where I live you could get shot for knowing the difference between a major 6 and a minor 6. But yeah. Yeah, I don't even like, yeah. I don't think I would
2: even go. Oh, I don't even think but, I would. But know that.
4: seriously, no. No, you're totally right. And no, it is a cool thing. There's this dis, there's this discord like like this Yeah. Uh, yeah. this tension and between And maybe they what's just all... left it in
3: because because it does add some it, unresolvable discord to the to the the, the track.
4: Well, and I, I I want to broaden it and just say that that is what was great about the band with Bob. Yeah, in it. yeah was yeah, that, yeah. No, was I that, agree. Was it was that Paul and as guitar players, Paul who's no slouch. Uh, no, yeah, they're, they're 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 pulling in different directions, but that's that's the beauty of it. And right, once you exactly. lose that, once you get somebody yeah. who's just playing, playing along to support ball, yeah, it's not it's not the same. No, it's just no, not. It's, it's not, not as it's exciting. Same. That tension's gone. It's well, yeah. yeah it's exactly.
2: So All right and now we get now we get to the album closer another uh, uh oh my god yeah one of my favorite songs and uh, the the loneliness is palpable in this song like just his singing and uh, uh, the just the just the lyrics and just him playing—it's just it's beautiful.
3: Let's just do a and little for, bit of for any, any younger listeners who don't know what an answering machine is, yeah,
4: right. <laughs> or a doctor in a Cadillac, or you know, <laughs> yeah, any, right. any number of other things, or, or why music videos even mattered. Exactly. <laughs> what do an you Explain what an answering machine is. Explain. It's, it's a like board. voicemail.
3: A voicemail, but it was a cassette tape, and you had it in your house. Right. And, you and can how do it. you say good night to an
2: answering machine?
4: And also, if you call from a payphone and you did, and, and things didn't go ahead, <laughs> things didn't work out quite well. You would get this recording. Oh yeah, from, yes, from the, yes, from yes, the yes, operator. Yes. I'm putting using air quotes saying, yes. if you need if you need to make a call, please hang up and try right. again." Yeah. Ah, so frustrating.
3: <laughs> Here we go. All right.
4: If you need to make a call. Sure. Please hang up and try again.
2: Try again. And you know, Matt, like you were saying before, I, I probably listened to this record hundreds of times, but this could be the first time I actually read. You know, sat down and read the lyrics. Yeah. And so of you, course, you
4: you read that last I, verse. Yes. 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 Try yes, and free I, a slave of ignorance. Try and teach a whore about romance. Yeah.
3: I, right. and I know, and I know I never yeah. got that before. That and, is so and, tough. I think that is so, so tough. What happens is they come from a place where, and an upbringing where, you, no matter how much you might imagine that you're going to break out, that it's somewhere deep down inside you're. You believe you're not gonna break out, and you're never gonna do anything different.
4: And you aren't worthy, and you're not
2: worthy you're not of breaking worthy.
3: out. And, you're
4: just a bunch of yeah, losers. <laughs> but you know, and, and, but, but the, I mean, the, the thing about this song is just—I mean, I think what it captures is just this—the irrational anger. Like you're not angry yeah. even at the person. Yeah. You're angry at the machine. Yeah. You're angry at the thing. You're angry right. at the system, and like 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 the, the technology, which is so weird because the technology was not. I mean, considering where they were, like in, it's 1984. Right. But like you're mad at the machine. Yeah. yeah. Like it's right. it's like it, it, it's it's it's. Uh, I mean, it's such a great conceit, and you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I I did I knew that line. Try and sleep, free a slave of ignorance. Yeah. I, I, it, it reminded me of, of, of in Death or Glory Death-, Death or yeah, Glory, think, just another yeah, story Yeah, where he yeah, yeah, says uh, God, I'm going to forget the lie He who fucks uh, nuns will nuns later, join, will the later join the church <laughs> yeah. I was like it kind of reminded me of that. Yeah, when right. I, right. Went, I was like, it's, like it. it's a tough line when it goes down, but it's like, it's like sometimes, yeah. like that's the thing that you need to be as a songwriter. You need to be able to be in character and and say these things, right? And because if is, you don't, yeah. the songs are bloodless. Right. If you excise that stuff from the song, it's, the it's song not real. It just isn't. This is how you
3: just—he's mad. And when we yes. we yes. did we did I, London Calling what a month or two ago now. Yeah. And yeah. what I had not fathomed until we actually did the record and I sat down and, and we listened to it was yeah. how many of the songs were about dead-enders. And yeah. there's there's a lot of songs about dead-enders on that record, which I hadn't yep. ever sort of assembled into in my mind into a thing that I'm like, oh, yeah, this is another one where somebody, he's, he ends up dead, and then, oh, well, you know, this person well, ends like up that- dead.
4: I feel like that's the um, where, where both Joe and Nick were looking back, like they had moved out yeah. of like yeah. and they were looking back on on their old friends, like they were looking back on, yeah. like what had happened. What happened I mean, that had already started on yeah. giving enough, enough rope with uh with Nick's song, yeah, yeah, which yeah. is one, of, which is great, but 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 yeah, you know, I mean, like that that sense of like, well, anyway, I'm sorry, I'm, well, I'm no, going off on a tangent. It, I think
3: Westerberg is, I think where paul where paul uh, i mean where joe and mick had probably actually did think that they they did have you know they had figured out how to get out i don't think westerberg and these guys ever thought they were really gonna i think that's what's driving the self-destruction and the and the and the self-sabotage is this inherent thought that we're never this is just you know no matter what happens we're doomed so wh- what's the fucking difference anyway well you
4: know you know i mean I, i'm gonna i'm gonna say this because I, I never thought about it back then and and uh, I, it probably never occurred to me until like i don't know maybe 10 years ago or something it, it, it is uh, you know none of those guys finished high school right right yeah, right. And I, it probably didn't occur to Think me until like 2008, 2009, yeah. when like the economy collapsed. Yeah. You know, I, I was a journalist. Yeah, oh my God. It was terrible. Yeah. Like it was just, oh, yeah. it was just like, I, and, and I was I was getting a little older and I'm like, well, what the hell am I going to do with my life? And I don't know. I remember at certain point listening to The Replacements, listening to Bastards of Young in particular. Yeah. And being like, oh my God, of course you feel like you're yeah. like, yeah. Like, yeah. It's 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 this feeling that like how am I ever gonna get at like I'm screwed,
5: right? Like, I'm just screwed, I'm screwed like
4: forever, and 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 that comes across, and I don't know that's a that's a very American feeling in a mm-hmm. weird way, yeah. just as much as the aspirational feeling of like well, I'm gonna be a millionaire. Like
3: really, when right.
4: you when people say that, what they're really saying is. You know, I'm screwed. It's yeah. not. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that's that, what they really mean. There's that
3: joke about you know Americans behave that you know they they behave as if everyone is just a temporarily embarrassed millionaire, right?
4: Exactly. And it's just
3: yeah. a cover for we're screwed. Totally.
4: We're just it's we're living on credit, you know, and yeah. it's just like it's just like. But uh, then
3: imagine I, being I, imagine being some fucking guy from Minneapolis right. with no high school diploma and you're trying to make your you're deciding you're going to be a rock star and um but you've got and i don't want to i don't i don't know whether this is part of their story or not but i want to i don't know how catholicism plays into this well for paul it does i'm sorry not for paul for tommy and bob Bob it does Tommy and bob yeah, yeah, yeah 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 um there's always that in the background of you know the guilt and the um the sin and the straying from the path is always. And Lutherans, there. you know. Oh, Lutherans, the, yeah, the yeah. same thing. Sure, exactly. But um, yeah, I mean, damnation, you know, have, damnation, is never far, far away. Have, have have either you have you guys been to Minneapolis? I have not. It, okay, so I haven't been there in years. It's too
4: cold. I, I, <laughs> yeah. The last time I was there was in in, in 1989, 1990, I think, and it is such a weird. It was such a weirdly clean city. Oh. Like, like, like super nice okay. in a weird way. OK. Um, like, and I, I, you know, this is the de- I, I, I was at the time I was living in San Francisco. I had been living in Boston. It just it's 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 a, it's a different kind of place. And yeah. I don't know. I, I, I feel like there's something about the replacements that is very much like oh, yeah. Like sure. railing against that sort of the, the sterile. Oh, yeah.
2: Yeah. I'm sure they were always a band that I felt like had. To, that's where they had to come from. And they and you knew that's where they came from. They were a
4: Minneapolis band, for sure. Yeah. Yes, for sure. More more, I, more so than Husker Do. Way more so than Husker Do. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I agree, Husker Doer, agree. Like, you know, Bob went to college there. No, but, uh, right. you know, it's funny. I, I also you know what I, I just realized because we we. the the, i will dare starts with question how old are you how uh, how how young are you how old am i And answering machine is also a song that is like yelling out a question Mm. right like (laughs) and i I didn't realize that until right now yeah like as a as a it's a writerly thing to notice but how do you say you're okay to an answering machine Mm. it's funny like this is this is paul's mode here like he's kind of like He's, he's like questioning the questioning you know,
2: right and screaming and screaming and, screaming, and yelling. <laughs> yelling and he's like a little kid
4: I, I, do, I mean and, 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 in, a, in, a, in a good way like yeah. you know,
2: a like, a brilliant uh, precocious little kid that uh, that's got a uh, a voice like sandpaper but oh, it's man. just yeah, uh, but no, we love it right yeah. we can't help.
3: yeah
4: i'm glad you i'm glad what you you said again not broken but Damn it, no. damage. Busted. 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 <laughs> busted. Thank you. I'm i yeah. I'm sticking with busted. I like that. Busted. Beautifully busted. Beautifully yeah. busted. Um
2: all right matt uh this is great i'm really uh, this was a great yeah, conversation and absolutely. i'm so glad you brought this record because i was wondering when someone was going to bring let it be and yeah. uh i'm, I'm the sucker know. who That's did good. it i'm I, I, yeah, I took the it. bait <laughs> you did it justice for sure so matt uh if someone wanted to check out what what's going on these days and what's the latest thing if someone wanted to find uh, your writing online or is there anything anyone should seek out
4: uh for oh, you gosh you know now, they would just be bored right yeah i'm (laughs) I'm not i'm not not, not doing any self-promotion these days i'm really not you don't
2: do music and you're not really doing music writing or anything
4: right i I do music i play music oh do you okay yeah yeah yeah. i'm I'm in a couple bands here i write a lot of songs okay you know hopefully i'll sell one of these songs one of these days but you know, you got anything you, know? on, you got
3: anything on Bandcamp? Because that's where you that's where I that's yeah, I know. I don't do that. I, I'm terrible at self
4: I was terrible at self promotion when I was a writer too. Uh-huh. And you I really, sure was. Are well, I'm clearly you really, really bad I'm really I'm just bad at it. I don't I kinda well, like I, 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 I you know what? I identify with the replacements in a way. Like, <laughs> there there is yeah. a certain, I have a certain
2: uh, self-sabotaging, yeah. okay. self-sabotaging in oh, me, me and Barry aren't aren't as shy about self-promotion. So Barry, if someone wants to become a patron of our show, yeah. where should they go, Barry?
3: They should go, <laughs> to and it. I will do that. I'm going to do it. You go do it. All right, See, you do it. Matt's a mensch. Uh, Matt is Where do a they mensch. go,
2: Barry? He is I'm a match
3: Tomorrow <laughs> they go awesome. to Patreon.com forward slash trgmh, where you be presented with several tiers which you can support our podcast with and up as little as a dollar a month or more yeah and really, we really do appreciate you
2: all, and we do really fun uh, a picture uh, a picture yeah, and sure. curating episodes that you guys could participate in. Yep. So uh, it's a great time, Matt. W- thanks again. You were a great guest. So next uh, week, thanks. what we're talking Very about?
3: Uh, well, we got a, a really interesting uh, album coming up. Uh, we're talking with uh, a gentleman that I met on Twitter uh, named Jim Dingus. from also he's from Richmond, Virginia and he's uh yes and he's bringing to us uh the evil one by rocky erickson and so we're going to be talking about devils and two-headed dogs and all that crazy rocky erickson stuff and it's a great record
2: awesome all right so that's next week uh once again matt thank you so much for being on the show thank you Uh, thanks everyone for listening we will see you guys next week once again that is very stock and that is rob elba we are that record got me high we're out i
1: Off on me. Let me loose. Do you hear me? Lobo hears, but he cannot speak. Lobo is mute. Because of the storm, I was afraid we are not going to have guests tonight.
0: <laughs> Lobo! You're too rough with my
1: patience! <laughs> already he tires of our humble hospitality i said let me out of here at the moment i'm afraid it is impossible <laughs> who are you Vornoff? dr eric Warner, the name will mean little to you <laughs> Uh them.